welcome to the Beyond Barriers podcast. If you're an ambitious woman who wants to dominate your career, then you are in the right place. This podcast is co-hosted by Nikki Barua, digital innovator, serial entrepreneur, author, and speaker. And Monica Marquez, ex-Googler, diversity expert, and senior corporate leader. From inspiring stories to cutting-edge strategies, you'll learn how to develop the skill set, mindset, and tool set to get future-ready fast and accelerate your success. Hi, I'm Nikki Barua, your host for today's episode. Have you ever found yourself staring at the ceiling, feeling numb and disconnected? Do you sometimes struggle to be honest with yourself because you're afraid to face your fears and deal with change? Our guest today is Jasmine Manke, who shares her story of how she went from asking herself, what's wrong with me, to instead asking herself, what would I like my life to be? By granting herself permission to visualize what the future could hold for her, she embarked on a journey of transformation that not only unlocked her potential, but also gave her a platform to transform the lives of people globally. Jasmine Manke is the founder of the Confident Boss Academy. She's an expert in helping women build six-figure online coaching businesses where they get to create impact and results for their clients while enjoying the freedom that they crave in their own lives. In this episode, Jasmine reveals powerful strategies for overcoming self-doubt, getting unstuck, and achieving your ambitions. She shares her own journey of walking away from an unfulfilling corporate career to living her entrepreneurial dream. At 25, Jasmine is a self-made millionaire who inspires people all around the world and has earned thousands of followers with her authenticity and bold confidence. Visit imbeyondbarriers.com where you'll find show notes and links to all the resources in this episode, including the best way to get in touch with Jasmine. Hi, Jasmine. I'm so excited to have you. This is super, super fun to have a guest like you on the show. So thanks for joining us today. So let's start with telling our audience um, your formation story. You know, tell us about your background and your uh, history thus far. Absolutely. Thank you so much. So my name is Jasmine Manke, and right now I have a company which I'm very proud of. It is definitely my purpose, and um, I help female entrepreneurs create six-figure business to create more impact, income, and freedom in their life without compromising on family time and things that might be very important to them. Life was not always this way for, for me. I used to actually be very introverted, very shy, low self-worth and was always trying to prove myself to the world by getting the accreditation accreditations Mm -hmm. and I'm German originally um I live in London um I moved there when I was 14 years old. I went to boarding school and then I did my um, bachelor for international business of French and Spanish at University of Westminster. I was working uh, in real estate uh, part-time as well and I was always very busy. Then I Mm -hmm. decided to do my master's um, at King's College, uh, which is one of the top five universities in the world, which I'm super proud of. And then um, it was for mental health, neuroscience um, and psychology. But you can see a pattern here which I see so many times I'm not sharing this to brag but I'm sharing this because as I went on my journey I realized I was attaching my worth on what I have achieved Mm. on what I I held in my little 
you know, toolbox of certifications and considering doing a PhD, but thank God I decided to start my own business because I ended up working for a hedge fund in London, living in the dream, you know, penthouse apartment next to Harrods with my abusive boyfriend and I was very miserable. So it looked fantastic on paper. Mm-hmm. But truthfully, I just wasn't really living the dream in my own mm-hmm. heart. And I don't know if anybody can relate with this. But the reason I'm sharing this is because sometimes things that are happening aren't being shared. And I think it is our responsibility to share these, share our lessons and what is possible in this mm-hmm. life. How did uh, you find yourself? How did you find your truth and uh, sort of meaning through that difficult time? Um, well, I'm, I'm actually grateful for that time now because I realized um, that it taught me fear. It mm-hmm. helped me to be more compassionate. Um, it, it all started. It all started at being bullied at school when I was younger. So I originally always had a very low self-worth. I didn't think mm-hmm. I could do it. I wouldn't be good enough, um, which now I'm an international speaker. I love speaking on stage. I, I run a million-dollar company, you know, yeah. have a big team, lots of clients. So it's like completely different to where I'm at now. And what really made me get to that place was realizing that I wasn't okay. I think the first thing that even maybe in your situation right now and somebody's listening and you, you're actually like, actually, I've not even asked myself that question because I'm afraid of the answer. Mm. But having the courage to saying I am not okay with this is where it really begins. And it's very simple, but it is sometimes very scary to do. Right. And being honest with yourself of saying, hey, you know what, actually... I'm not happy with this situation. I don't want to continue this way. That is the starting point to anything. Mm. It is shining the light to the dark on answering questions you might be too afraid to have been asking yourself in the past. Mm -hmm. I think what you point out about oftentimes we're miserable, but we're more afraid to ask the question and face that truth because we're afraid of what we might discover. And that self-discovery, that self-assessment and introspection that can actually help us get from the dark to the light and get on the other side of it. But it's scary to be in that deep, dark place. You have no idea what's going to come out of that. A hundred percent. Yeah. So what what helped you um, sort of navigate through that introspection? What are, share maybe some specific questions that you asked yourself that helped you gain that clarity and discover your true north and figure out what your superpower is? Yes, that's a great question, Nikki. So basically, I found myself staring at the ceiling, being almost feeling like paralyzed in bed, feeling really numb, and just that kind of feeling of nothingness in your in your heart, in your mind, in your body, no excitement, just staring at the ceiling and then looking at my life as a whole, kind of almost like a bird's eye view kind of thing, like Mm. detaching myself in the emotional, like being, you know, codependent, being attached, addicted to that life Mm. situation. Because it is really an addiction of like fearful. It's it's more painful Mm. to think that things could change rather than being stuck there. That's really what it is. Um, But realizing that I literally had hair loss due to stress. Wow. Feeling, and and I was 21 back then, guys, okay? Like, this is real. It doesn't matter how old you are. I gained a few pounds due to stacking, emotional stress, all that stuff. 
just feeling unhappy. You know that mm-hmm. feeling when you just feel like mm-hmm. chubby and uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Even if you just had like I don't know a Snickers and you feel a little bit bloated. But if and on top of that, your mental health is not in the right place, that can spiral down very fast. Right. And asking myself, Jasmine, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Like I literally just ask. That is, it doesn't. It's not a complex question. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. the simple things are even the most important things. You know, really they are. So asking yourself. What is going on? How are you really feeling right now? Mm-hmm. Be honest, because I wasn't very honest with how I was actually feeling about the situation. And I was, I, I'm the type of person I always see the best in, in people. Mm-hmm. I see the good side of them. And I almost like, I make it better than it is in my head. And I'm like, oh, but you know, you start making excuses for other people. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? That kind of thing. Right. And then just asking myself, what would I like my life to, my life to be like? What would mm-hmm. I like? So you gave yourself to permission like? to dream and really yeah. envision what the future could look like for you. Yeah, because I didn't even realize that that was not where I really wanted to be. I thought it was where I mm-hmm. wanted to be. Don't get me wrong, you know, definitely wanted the boyfriend, definitely wanted the apartment, the job, the this, the certifications, all that stuff. But I just was not happy at mm-hmm. all. And asking myself, what do I really want? Now, the biggest thing is fear usually keeps you from even dreaming and going there because you think it's not going to happen anyways. Don't want to get disappointed. Mm -hmm. Don't even think about it. You know, don't get your hopes up. Mm -hmm. I completely dislike that saying because what you focus on will expand. And you have to kind of have a goal before or a vision Maybe you're in a job you love right now. Maybe you want to go, uh, you know, another level up or you want to do, but you don't believe in yourself. And that is the only reason you're not even trying right? because you don't believe in yourself or you don't believe it's possible or you need something else. And you are attaching your possibilities to outside circumstances or you think you need another training or you need another, I don't know what. But another degree or someone else degree. to, yeah, someone yeah, else yeah, to yeah. validate that you're ready and you can do it. But those are all external Exactly. And you need to find security in yourself because that is really what is relevant. If Mm -hmm. you don't find security and safety within yourself, you are not going to be able to find it on outside things either because Mm -hmm. you're constantly feeling like, you know, kind of you could get the rug pulled underneath your, underneath your feet. And then you're there, you know, um, even, even jobs. I mean, we're going through the pandemic right now as we're recording this. Um, I have so many women who call me and they have been laid off Mm -hmm. and they're very, they're very fearful what am I, what am I doing? They are having six figure incomes, you know, have very, very high. I mean, I've helped, I've helped lawyers. I've helped doctors. I have very like high exact positions and they have been laid off in their situation. You know, Mm -hmm. what was going on? And they're very fearful to start over. But what if this is the opportunity to rewrite your story? Mm. What if you can make this story better than the last one? If nothing is certain, everything is possible. That is amazing. I love that. If nothing is certain, everything is possible. That is, you know, truly wise words. I mean, you can create any story you want because it's a blank canvas. So why not create a story that that. you're so (laughs) excited about, right? Why not create a beautiful thing that you want to live instead of living in fear of what could go wrong? So how did, for you, um, how did you go from you know, the professional career, you know, even the hedge fund job and all of that to 
starting your own business? I mean, what kind of fears did you personally experience um, that a lot of women that have jobs or in, in fact, anyone with a job, typically if they have a certain dream of wanting to start their own business, the biggest thing that holds them back is what if I fail? Can I really do it? You know, what if I lose everything in pursuing that? Uh, share with us some of the struggles you personally went through and how did you overcome that? A hundred percent. That's a great question. Thank you. Um, I definitely faced fear. I mean, it's actually a good thing that we're fearful. It just means we're really seriously thinking about doing it. So that's a good thing. <laughs> Best of all. So if you're fearful right now, fantastic. Let's look yeah. at it and use it for you rather than it using you. So me being super fearful that, you know, I would never be able to do it. I come from a very successful family. You know, my, my dad was um, always working very hard. Uh, unfortunately, I lost him at age 10 on my birthday because he oh. was really severely overworking, mm-hmm. building the empire, grinding, hustling, you know, like really hard. And obviously that instilled the belief that you have to be working really hard and pressurize yourself and really work so hard to make money. Um, and that's the kind of belief that I held as well. The other thing is as well, my mom was also very successful. Um, and I have a very beautiful relationship with my mom as we, we met together, right. And yeah. the platinum community, but anyways, I, um, I wanted to say that my mom, she put such high expectations on me, not by doing it on purpose, but she flew the country from Romania when she was 18 with nothing. Mm. And she built, you know, a multi-million dollar empire in real estate with my dad together. So that story itself was huge. So I almost put myself on a pedestal of thinking I need to achieve this as well. I need to be even more successful and it is not possible. It is only possible in a corporate job. I can't do this on my own. I'm never going to be good enough. I'm never going to be smart enough. Um, I like, who am I to do this? That everybody's always more brilliant or better or smarter or older or wiser. You know, we we should definitely talk about age as well because I think that's a really big factor. I always thought I was too young. I started and this is, um, this is now going into this direction of how I started I started taking a coaching course. So mm-hmm. um, I, I, I did a certification, of course, you know, for coaching, <laughs> as I do, which I think is great. You know, I'm not saying that it's bad to take certifications. You should have the right intention behind them and not just yeah. be like a serial. <laughs> right. But don't chase knowledge for the sake of, you know, filling some gap in self-worth. Use the knowledge to turn it to execute and actually create impact for others. A hundred percent. And that is basically, basically what happened. So I basically took the certification. I took three days off of work. I went to the module and I went in there and I had the thought that, you know, with my old mindset that I'm going to be when I'm older and when I'm pregnant, I can work from home and I can work over the phone and, you know, take coaching clients and, and it would really help me in my corporate career as well because, you know, the husband will be taking care of things, right? Like all these kind of things. I always wanted to be very successful myself. So I was like, this is something I could be doing from home. Went there, first lunch break, I felt like I just arrived. My whole life was, I didn't feel, and then I just mm. arrived not just at the place, but in myself. Mm. Called my mom in the lunch break and I was like, mom, I'm quitting my job. And my mom said, fantastic. This is the right thing. You should totally do it. You should be going for it. I'm going to support you no matter what. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. And that's when I made the decision. So this is the second part. The first bit is, 
clarity. Are you happy right now? Are you excited? Are you, are you grateful and appreciate your life as it is right now? Bring some gratitude to get through the process, but make a decision on where you want to go. Mm -hmm. When you're ready, then make a decision and stick with it. Mm -hmm. Have a plan. I'm not saying, you know, quit your job and go crazy, but I'm saying like, have a plan, make an internal decision for yourself. This is not, you don't have to tell anybody. Um, um, I know that Sarah Blakely, she had the idea of Spanx mm -hmm. um, and she didn't tell anybody nine months or I think, I'm not quite sure about the exact figure. Uh, please don't quote me on this, but I'm just saying she didn't tell mm -hmm. anybody for the longest time because she knew it was so important um, to, to just keep on working on it, working on it, believing right. herself and not let anybody steal her dream. Right. Um, and maybe you can tell some people, I knew my mom would support me. She's always been supportive of, of my crazy ideas and anything. Uh, but obviously this was a very serious idea. I was like, I'm making it happen. And I had no idea that my business was going to explode to a seven-figure business at age 24, 25. You know, I've got yeah. international employees um, across everywhere, PST, EST time zone. We usually do team meetings and there's at least five time zones on there collaborating. I mean, I live in London myself. Now I'm in Germany, different time zone again, having clients from across the world and helping them just re made me realize that there's so much, so much more to life. And there's a very important question that you can ask yourself as well. And this is something that also helps me a lot when, you know, there's mm. always bad days. I'm not saying I'm happy every day. I'm saying like, are you doing a business or are you living your purpose? Mm. What are you doing right now? And ask yourself that. And maybe you've been afraid to ask this question to yourself, but maybe it is time to ask yourself that question. That's beautiful. And you are clearly living your purpose. And what's powerful about this um, journey is that despite all your struggles in, you know, in your earlier age, where you had the degrees, you had the certifications, you had the, um, you know, fancy hedge fund job and all of the trappings of uh, what someone would consider professionally successful. And yet yep. you were deeply unhappy during that time. And just facing that, coming to terms with that, pushing yourself through that difficult self-examination, getting to the other side and discovering exactly what your purpose is, where your passion lies, and being able to create profound impact from that is the exact reason why now um, at the age of 25, you're a millionaire who's impacting lives around the world and who gets invited to speak on stages around the world and is collaborating with some of the world's most powerful, influential people. I mean, that's phenomenal, but uh, a lot of people uh, think getting to that level of success is impossible or unachievable, but it's even more so when you consider age as a dynamic in that. I think, yeah, maybe someday I'll make a million dollars or someday I'll impact a lot of lives or someday I'm going to have bigger influence, but it's someday that it's not possible at 22 or 24, or 25. And your story really highlights that age has nothing to do with it. Where you start has nothing to do with it. It's where you want to go and if you're willing to be courageous enough to get there. I love that. It's truth. And I always say, someday is not on the calendar, you guys. So, <laughs> someday is not on the calendar. Yeah. When, what, how. But the idea really is, I thought I was too young. And then what also kind of, I thought nobody's going to take me serious. Like, 
And I did, that's what showed up. People mm-hmm. did say, you're a, I was a life coach back then, which really isn't a niche. Now I'm a business success coach, helping other women make money and creating their own businesses. Um, but the most important thing is realizing, so is realizing that you are always at the right time in your life's journey. There is a mm-hmm. reason these thoughts are in your mind as of this moment. Life has prefer, prepared you and guided you to this exact moment in time to take on it take action on it. You will never feel a hundred percent ready. If you did feel ready and it would be perfect uh, already, then you've waited way too long. So (laughs) start before you're ready. (laughs) It is great. Like I was just looking through old business cards and I was like, damn, they've developed so much. This was my first one. (laughs) Then I had this one, you know, like there's so many versions of your success. Whoops. It's just get started and iterate, right? Keep improving. And age as well. I have some clients, you know, some of my clients, I I think 50, 60, age is no number. It doesn't matter. It is what you're sharing right now. You're not too old. You're not too young. There is no such thing, you Mm -hmm. know. Um, It is just a matter of deciding what do you want Mm -hmm. and do you want to make it happen. Remember, success is a science, right? It is a mm-hmm. science. So it's not if it is meant to be, it will be. It is not a matter of if. It's a matter of do I want to make this happen? And what should I do to make be making this happen? And of feeding your mindset, feeding your soul, fill your fun tank as well, because really humor and love and happiness is what guides you through dark times and, and, and yeah. you know, uncertainty it is seeing the humorous, not being childish, but being more mm-hmm. playful, childlike, not taking things too seriously. Because in the end, you, I told you about my dad. What do you take away with you mm-hmm. in, in life? What do you really take away? Loss is an right. illusion. There's nothing you can lose. But there's also, also so much that you can't gain if you only focus on material things or you just focus on things that you want to have. Focus yeah. on the moment. Focus on what you really want. And life is really too short to not do and show up every single day in your purpose, loving what you're doing, seeing humor and taking things too serious and worrying about it. Know and trust the guidance that you should be surrendering, that things will always work out in your favor. Because if you think back right now, everybody, they always have, haven't they, in the larger scale of things, if we choose to see the opportunity instead. Absolutely. Um, I want to dig into a couple of things that you mentioned that are really powerful. One, you said success is a science. What's your formula? And uh, share more about that statement. Absolutely. So I um, actually struggled with believing that it was possible for me. Um, I actually, I said like, oh, maybe, you know, it's just not meant to be for me. Why is it being so hard? You know, when you really try a lot of things, it just feels really hard and it's not working Mm -hmm. out. that is probably because you're doing the wrong things or you're pushing or trying too hard and maybe that specific thing is not meant for you. It doesn't mean the whole thing. We tend Mm -hmm. to generalize as humans. You know, we like generalize the whole thing. Um, Mm -hmm. But actually, it's just trying different things and guiding me. And those struggles really helped me become who I am now. For example, I'll give you a little example. I invested over 500K in Facebook ads and my ads account got shut down, lost all the pixels, all the data, zero email addresses, poof, gone. Wow. Now... I think I have a lot of muscle gained from that experience on now getting clients still holding up our income goals monthly because I had my employees' salaries to pay. You know, they have to feed their children, they pay the rent, you know, a lot of responsibility here. But focusing on what 
can I do? I started building my Instagram. I collaborated with Kendall Jenner, got a lot of views on that. Um, did a TV interview with Jack Canfield, um, author of uh, Chicken Soup for the Soul, you mm-hmm. know, all these things on how can I, what can I do without mm-hmm. the ads? What can I do? That is part of the formula of the, the, the success science, science of success is focusing on what do you have available right now? Mm-hmm. And what can you do? What are you focusing on right now? Is the focus on the lack and what you don't have? Or is it on focusing on what you do have and what is available and how you can maximize that success and how you can go out there and show up and love on more people and, and do greater things? So that's, definitely that's part of it. <laughs> that's fantastic because it really highlights the things that we tell ourselves that success in this moment is not possible because I don't have this, you know, that I don't have the right relationships or connections, or I don't have the right degree, or, you know, I'm not working in the right company, or I'm not living in the right city. The focus is on what we lack, not what we have. And what you're highlighting is exactly the opposite, which as long as you're focusing on what you lack, you can't bring the resourcefulness and the creativity to figure out a path forward with the resources that you are blessed to have. And I love your example of losing half a million dollars, losing everything in your database and having to make payroll and you know, manage the expenses of a business and very creatively establishing powerful partnerships and alliances that open entirely new doors. And probably took you to a whole different level as well, right? A hundred percent. We need to see these things not as tumble stones, but as stepping stones to success. Mm. To be able to see how we can use the struggle to rise and lift um, higher and see it as opportunities to grow because it will force you to level up if you choose to. You can either give up or you can decide to, to show up and go higher, build a stronger muscle because it is possible if you yeah. want it to happen. It's a matter of trusting and believing it. And that's why you need Mm -hmm. to strengthen your belief in yourself, in what you do, building references and resources of why it is possible Mm -hmm. and decide to focus on these instead of why not. Like our dear friend Tony always says, what is wrong is always available and so is what's right. Right, exactly. So make the right choice of what you want it to be. You get to decide the outcome based on the choices and decisions you make. Um, I'm curious about something else you mentioned that is probably one of the most common struggles um, that a lot of women professionals face, which is, uh, who am I to claim this expertise? I'm too young. I'm too old. I'm not senior enough. I don't have the right title, any of those things. And um, you mentioned, you know, that you went through, I guess, some level of imposter syndrome yourself to say, you know, I'm only 24. I'm only 23. Who am I? to coach or guide, you know, a 55-year-old surgeon or someone yeah. else doing that? <laughs> will they take me seriously? Um, is my, uh, will I be considered an expert? So can you provide some specific examples and guidance, not only from how you overcame that, but how should someone figure out how to get over that? Because especially with our audience, they have all the credentials possible. It is not for lack of a great resume or opportunities. But there's this general concern that who am I to do that? So walk us through your formula and framework for that. Absolutely, absolutely. And and, and first of all, I just want you to know that that is always going to be there. If you're listening right now and you feel this way, 
that is always going to be there until you decide to see the beauty and your own power. Mm. So your inner world is going to show up. Your energetic field is going to radiate. Okay. Your energetic field is going to radiate to that kind of vibration that you are going to exude outside. Mm. So you're going to make sure to fill up your confidence before, before other people can see it. If it is not in your, in your vibration, you won't be able to even attract it, right? Yeah. So you want to make sure you focus on what you think about yourself. You want to be focusing on how you can show up and what you do have. Don't hide behind the credentials because like I said, it's almost like an addiction. You kind of use mm -hmm. it to gain certainty. You must find certainty in yourself. Everybody feels imposter syndrome, a fraud. Every single person has that. It's a normal feeling. Just know that these are not your feelings. It is just normal. And it just actually is a beautiful thing because you care enough to make sure you do a good job. Right. Don't celebrate that part of you. Love on that part of you. Don't try and resist it. Don't try and resist it. Use it as your benefit and say, actually, no, I'm such a good person because I have that. But is mm -hmm. that really true? Convince yourself, find references because you need to build a belief table underneath to strengthen your belief in yourself. Yeah. If you don't believe in yourself because then it doesn't really matter. Sorry, love. It doesn't really matter what somebody else thinks because you believe in it. And then it's almost, it's, it, you can almost see it like a little test and see, hmm, is it still bugging me? Still bugging me. Fine. Mm -hmm. Got to do some more mindset belief, mindset work. Kind of just put on your curiosity hat, compassion hat as well. Just kind of see it as like, hmm, interesting. Okay. So it is still triggering me. When you get mm -hmm. triggered, it's just, it's just like, I'll be like, hmm, so why is this triggering me? What is this saying about me right now? What is my belief? Like, why do I feel uncomfortable? I don't focus on a specific situation. I just do an internal search. You go inwards mm -hmm. and kind of figure out what is going on there? What belief is in the way of having what I want in this situation? Why is this disturbing me? How is this holding me back? And then you want to obviously instill a new belief and build more references and allow yourself to feel the feelings and really focus on, on walking yourself through that mm -hmm. until you get to where you want to be going. And this is why it's interesting. It never stops. You know, it's not going to be like right. one thing and it's done. But you have to enjoy the journey because we're never going to be at the outcome. There's always going to be mm -hmm. the next one, the higher job, the higher pay raise, the, the bonus. The, the, you know, I know this game, but we're not in a, in a chase all of your life. We must enjoy and love the process. And this was like very foreign to me because I was like, no, no, no. If this happens, then I'll be happy. If I get the promotion, this will be happy. If I fit in those jeans, then I'll be happy. And then this, but it just, let me tell you, it just never happens. And that is the beautiful thing. So it's not a bad thing. But being appreciative of what you have right mm -hmm. now, start and believe in yourself, look in that direction, be compassionate with yourself, be curious about it, and don't see it only from one side. Mm -hmm. Ask yourself, what is another way to look at this? Mm -hmm. What is another way to look at this? So I'm hoping, I'm hoping I'm giving you a couple of questions. These are all very powerful questions. Right. Please, everybody, you know, if you're listening to this right now, write them down and really try to put them on, I don't know, sticky note or put them in your notepad or somewhere because then you remind to ask yourself mm -hmm. the, the internal questions we ask ourselves every day. I mean, we know this, right? It, they matter what you ask yourself because you're going to subconsciously give yourself these answers that you will then hear and get back. So if you're asking yourself the right questions, you're going to be getting the right answers. So now, who am I to do this? Who am I not to do this? 
You're being selfish if you don't show up because you have gifts from God, the universe that are given to you on purpose. The dreams that are having right now are there for a reason to show up. You rise by lifting others. Wow. That's phenomenal. Well said. Well said. Uh, it's, I think your point about who are you not to do that and how selfish would you be if you don't share the gifts that you're blessed with to impact other people is truly a powerful way to look at it. Because if we want powerful breakthroughs, you got to start with powerful questions. And, and that journey of discovery is really what unlocks us. And, um, you know, you work with so many people from around the world, um, all kinds of different demographics and age groups and professions and all of that. What is the number one thing that is the biggest common struggle that you've observed? Fear, self-doubt. I'm not mm -hmm. good enough. And the thing is, it's a way of, looking down. It's a way of you're doing this. It's all covered up with masks and behaviors. Mm. And when you can really break it down to the core, it will be that I won't be loved. I might be judged. You know, there's so many ways of saying it. I'm procrastinating. I'm a procrastinator, for example, but you're not really, you're afraid and it would be more painful. You attach more pain to doing that thing that you're putting off right now because of fear mm -hmm. or fear of loss of love. Mm. Or I'm not good enough and then people will find out about me and then I won't be loved. I'm going to be embarrassed. I might say I can do it and then I show up and I can't do the job. Mm -hmm. The reason you're not applying for that yeah. job is because you're afraid that you might be mocked, that you might be rejected. That you'd That's fail and that you'd get judged and criticized for it. Yeah, That really is a very common because we all know what to do. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like the formula for losing weight. Everybody knows how to do it. Less calories in, more calories out. And yet knowing it doesn't change the behavior of adopting it. And I think that is, um, you know, to your point, if that is the most common pattern amongst people across the board, especially from your vantage point, you get to see thousands of people around the world. So it's fascinating to see that as the biggest roadblock. So on that note, what is your one success habit that you practice on a daily basis that you think is the absolute key to you being you? <laughs> I do think it's definitely my joy for life. Mm. That, that light and ease because I didn't always have it. I always, I really, I have a very corporate personality because that's the way I grew up. You know, this right. in my industry, you know, we have certain coaches, they have different value, but I worked in corporate, my family's corporate, like, you know, like the, it has to be hard and it has to struggle and yeah. you know, it's hard and it's difficult and you know, have to earn it. And that really killed so much of my success. And that actually yeah. took me longer than it had to at the beginning. Cause I could have just allowed myself to have fun through the whole process. Mm. So doing things that make that fill me up so much gratitude, appreciation, the moment I wake up, my God, I'm so grateful. I'm alive. I get another day. I get another day. You guys are going to laugh, but you know, part of that song everybody listens to on Pitbull, he says every day above ground is a great day. Mm -hmm. That's part of his songs. Everybody listens to that. Not many people yeah. notice it, but reading between the lines, seeing the greater message and things, listening to music dancing, having fun is what really guided me through that. And mm. some people might frown upon this and that's okay. 
but get back to me on that and really kind of maybe consider it a little bit mm-hmm. because life doesn't have to be because I mean you can see you know still achieved a lot and trust me I'm going to achieve a lot more now that I have this fun belief and all these things yeah. because I just see, tend to see things with ease you know you don't take anything with you anyways you can still achieve it you just don't have to struggle the struggle is the illusion like, mm-hmm. why would you have to struggle to get something like who wrote that like who said that <laughs> it's just not true it's right. just not true and yet here we are cons- consistently you know well, we haven't deserved it. You know, if you do this, then you deserve that. And it's just this flaw in humanity right. that's going around for years and years and years. But that success habit of, of, you know, doing what I really feel like doing in the moment, dancing, showing up, spending time with family, you know, taking meetings while walking in nature. What can you do? Oh, I have mm-hmm. to work so much. You know, maybe you could take the, the meeting walking in nature. And, and, you know, I love walking and, getting out there, moving my body. Energy mm-hmm. creates more energy. Oh, I'm tired all the time. Okay, how much are you moving? You know, like it's a list of habits. Yeah. I wouldn't really say one, but definitely if there's one, it would be being grateful for what you have and being appreciative of what's yet to come. Ah, that's beautiful. And I have no doubt that what's yet to come is going to be incredible because, uh, you know, your life and your journey will not only impact a lot of people, but it will continue to be a beacon of inspiration to so many um, men and women around the world. So um, I'm so grateful to have you um, on the show. I think all of your tips and wisdom and strategies are not only grounded in very fundamental truths, but they're very actionable. And I'm excited for, you know, anyone listening to the show to walk away with real transformation that this episode catalyzes and, uh, you know, for them to follow you and, and uh, you know, maybe get your help as part of the Confidence Boss Academy and, <laughs> and uh, you know, take their life um, places and, and ultimately live a life of purpose and impact. Absolutely. I, I really love that. And thank you so much for having me. I really think it is an, an honor. I mean, I've seen also all these beautiful other people and all the episodes you have coming up. I know you briefly shared something. So I'm very, very, very excited. Make sure you guys stay on this because the guests that Nikki and Beyond Barriers have are, are insane and so much value, so much wisdom. Because remember, guys, just because we have different perception doesn't mean that we are wrong, you are right or anything around. It just means that together we are more. There is another way to look at things, but being stuck in old ways isn't going to really let us go anywhere. This one word changed my life. I constantly used to say, I have to do this. I have to do that. And I put so much pressure on me. Only saying from now on, I want to do this. I want to do that. I get Mm. to do that. Changed my life. I didn't realize how much it was. It was like a little game. I always like trying new things and see how can I improve myself? How can I become the best version, most happiest version of me? But I realized, wow, that really changed my life. So that's a little, little trick golden nugget here at the end for you to, (laughs) I I love that. Turn your have to's into want to's and take it from being an obligation or a burden to making it a joyful ride that you're excited about. Well, absolutely brilliant parting words um jasmine absolute pleasure to have you and so excited to see you continue to shine bright and spread the joy to everyone thanks. thank you so much thanks for listening there are thousands of podcasts out there and we are so grateful that you've chosen to listen to ours 
visit IamBeyondBarriers.com, where you'll find show notes and links to all the resources referenced in this episode. And be sure to take the quiz on the website. Your score will tell you where you are, what helps you gain momentum, and what holds you back. You'll also get a free guide with cutting-edge career strategies. We'd also love to hear from you. Share your comments and topic suggestions on IamBeyondBarriers.com and we'll be sure to address them in future episodes. If you enjoyed our show today, please subscribe and rate the podcast or just tell a friend about it. See you next episode.